You are a better mom because you work. And your kids are better because you work. And your work is getting a better employee because you're a mom. These three core beliefs are at the heart of achieving an ambitious and balanced life. And in this podcast today, I will break down how each of these three beliefs are true and give you detailed evidence for why you should be believing them too. You ready? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Ambitious and Balanced Working Mom Podcast, the place for women who want to balance their ambitious career goals with their life as a mom. If you're looking to feel more confident, decisive, and productive at both work and home, then this is the place for you. I'm your host, Rebecca Olson. Let's get to it. I remember going back to work after my daughter was born. I was like a complete mess. When I was pregnant, I was sure that I wanted to go back to work and that I would not enjoy being a stay-at-home mom, even if that was had been an option for me, which it really wasn't with our family dynamic. But let me tell you, there were all sorts of confusions and happenings going on inside of me as those weeks slowly came to a close and maternity leave and I the reality of me going back to to work approached. I I really wanted to find a nanny for my daughter, but we really couldn't afford one. So I started searching for kind of in-home daycares in the area. And I remember the very first one that I went to. She was kind of like a young grandmother type and she ran the daycare out of her converted garage. The front of the house was fenced in, which was good, but it just wasn't very bright and inviting. And I brought my daughter inside with me. I was carrying her in, you know, her car seat. And there were a few other kids there. And there was kind of all of the standard things that you would expect, you know, age-appropriate toys and such. It felt mostly clean. But right in the center of the room was this giant television. I mean, I'm talking like a 60-inch something television. And it was turned on when I was there. I believe she turned it off as we started to talk. And I asked her if she let the kids watch TV. She said she did for just a little bit every single day, kind of when like the kids were arriving or when she was making lunch, some transition times, which I wasn't really too keen on, let me tell you. We talked about sleeping arrangements, and and then she told me that she brought out pack and plays and that the infants, you know, and the toddlers all slept in the same room together. And I, I asked her how she handled naps. And she said, well, she would just, you know, put the pack and play in the darker side of the room and she would try to keep the other kids quiet. And I remember just leaving that daycare and breaking down into tears in my car and just thinking about how terrible of a mom I was because I was going back to work and I was going to have to leave my kid in one of these places. For sure, I knew that the best care for my kid would be me as her mom and I wasn't going to stay home. Now, this is a typical belief that is really held in our culture, that women that have careers, they do so at the sacrifice of their kids, that their kids would actually be better off with moms that stayed home with them. Of course, this is not a belief that I hold on to or that my students have in the Ambitious and Balanced Working Moms Collective. We pretty much know and debunk the idea on a daily basis 
that this is true. And I really want to spend this entire podcast focusing on what I think and what countless other ambitious working moms believe, which is that you are a better mom because you work and your kids are better off because you work and your employer is basically hitting the jackpot because you're a mom. Now, I want to give a little bit of a caveat before I continue, because obviously, you know, you're going to hear a little bit of my story. You've already heard a little bit of my story and my experience and how I sent my kid to daycare. And this is not about that. It's not a podcast that's trying to convince you that working versus staying home is better or that daycare versus a nanny is better. I do not know what is best for you and your family and your child. In fact, no one knows what is best for you and your family and your child except for you. What I want to do in this podcast is really shed some light on some unquestioned beliefs that we have as a society and that seem to sort of just be embedded in our culture and and is probably embedded somewhere in your subconscious right now, kind of causing a whole lot of problems, which is really about that moms who work and the effect that that has on their kids and the effects that motherhood has on the workplace and that all of that is negative. We want to question those beliefs and bring them to light here. So I'm not advocating that all women should go back to work, that that's better than staying home or that, you know, daycare is better than a nanny or whatever it is. What I am advocating is I want you to do a little 360 view of your own beliefs about how work is affecting your family and how your family affects your work. Because my guess is you've never really spent the time to consider it before. And there's some unquestioned beliefs in there that are causing you guilt, causing you know demotivation at work, exhaustion, and so forth. And as a coach, it's like one of the most important things that I do. I help my students take a look at what they're thinking and decide if they still want to think that or not, or if there's another perspective they can have of it. The other assumption I am making here, if you're listening to this podcast, is that you are a working mom. And the goal of this podcast is to help ambitious working moms create balanced lives. So I'm focusing on how many working moms view work and mom life. I mean, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're listening, I love that you're here. And I think there's so much that you can learn from continuing to listen to this particular episode. But the focus here right now as I'm talking about this is the mindset and the thoughts and the beliefs that working moms hold that are tend to be very different than the mindset and beliefs that stay-at-home moms hold. There's neither one is right or wrong. It's just different. Okay. So for working moms, We are looking at the thought that your work has a negative impact on your kids and vice versa. And I just simply want to open up another possibility, like another angle for how you can look at this that might be more useful for you. Because here's the thing. I was and still am a working mom that wants to work. That is a really important distinction. I'm not a working mom that wishes I could be home with my kid, but I still experienced a lot of turmoil and confusion and guilt because I held on to these beliefs early on after my daughter was born that working and motherhood were at odds with one another and that my kids were not getting the best care 
because I wasn't with them all the time. And so somehow I was failing my child because I wasn't home with them. And I was believing that because I can no longer put in as much time as I once did to my job, that my employer was getting a lesser employee. And I felt like I was failing there. So we're going to focus on three points here. Number one, you are a better mom because you work. Number two, your kids are better because you work. And number three, your work is getting a better employee because you're a mom. Now, remember, the only reason these three things are true and that I'm advocating them right here in this podcast is because you are a working mom that wants to work. If you're a working mom that didn't want to work, or if you were a stay-at-home mom, these three things would not actually be true. That is actually a really big part of this first belief that you're a better mom because you work, because working is something that you want. It's something that brings you life. If it was something that you hated and you dreaded going to work every single day, then that's going to definitely have a big negative effect on how you show up with your kids and how you show up at work. You are a better mom because you work and because working is something that makes you a better human. You find purpose in it. You find energy in it. You you like the impact that you're making in the world. It's meaningful to you. You like being around adults. You get to use your education. You enjoy the hard work, the challenge, the goal. When you are a better human, focusing on the things that make you happy and make you better, then you're going to be a better mom. Now, I have a rule with all of my students, which is that they come first, even before their kids. And the reason I teach this is because when you are a priority, when you're thinking about what makes you happy and how to love yourself and how to meet your goals, you're filling yourself up. You know, you're filling your cup, as that expression would go. When you're last on the list and you're doing things for everyone else, and when you're always doing things because it's best for your kids, even if it's not best for you, you always like feel like you're sacrificing, then your cup is always running dry. Now, which one is better for your kids when you're, you have a full cup or when you have an empty cup? Now, if working is something that you want and it's something that you love, then it's something that is filling you up and making you a better version of you, which is making you a better mom. Now, for some of you listening, you might say that you're 100% in for working. You want to work, but you're not in the right job. Now, I don't want to get too far in the weeds on this because it's like a completely different subject that I will likely do a podcast on because it's really important. But in order for you to show up as the best mom you can be, you do need to feel committed into your job and and your current employer and derive some satisfaction of that. Now, you you don't have to have the perfect job. You don't have to be in the end-all, be-all job. You don't have to be in like the one company that you're going to be in for the rest of your career. But you do need to feel like where you're at is where you want to be at at this moment. And I actually have a very specific step on this in the Ambitious and Balanced Collective material because you really can't be waking up every day dreading going to work, kind of in the same way that you can't be waking up every day and wishing you were a stay-at-home mom. So this is your issue for you. You know your next step is to get yourself in a job that you feel committed to, at least for in the short term. And if you need help with that, you know, join the collective, get some help. Okay, so on to the second belief. Your kids are better because you work. 
Now, when I was preparing for this podcast, I sat down and I listed all of the reasons why I believe my kids specifically are better off because I work. Before I did any research on the subject, I just kind of mined my own brain for my own beliefs and my own thoughts. And it makes sense that my brain really reminded me of the experience I had when I was searching out daycares. And so I want to circle back to that story because I did tour a couple more daycares after that, like maybe another two or three, four, four or five total. And I certainly found several more that were better than that first one that didn't have TVs in their room and had, you know, a lot more space and outdoor space and, you know, all of these things. And the one that I chose was also a home daycare. It was run by a young woman and her cousin. It took up three whole rooms in this large house, two sections of like two separate kind of living spaces, a separate bathroom and a bedroom. They were actually fluent in sign language and they signed with the kids. And they ran the daycare sort of like a preschool. So there was a lot of structure. The babies had cribs set up in that separate bedroom, which they used for napping. There was a specific outdoor space. It was a lovely daycare. I ended up sending my son there after he was born, which she didn't actually have space for me when I first needed him to go into care. So I joined this nanny share, but I only lasted like two or three months because as soon as she had a space open at the daycare, I took it. I left the nanny. I went to the daycare. But I really remember the moment that my thoughts about sending my kid to daycare changed because up till this moment, I still carried around an immense amount of guilt that I was not the one staying home with my child and that I should be the one staying home with my child. And I had this really unquestioned belief at that time, like so many moms out there, that even though they didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom, they would still be the better caregiver to their kid. Like there was nobody better than them. But there was this moment about six months after returning to work. So my, my daughter's probably about nine months old or so when I was reading her a book and she saw an animal or maybe she just made some kind of noise of some type in recognition of the animal. And I remember asking my husband, hey, have you ever like gone over animals or animal noises with Lillian before? And he was like, no. <laughs> and it just dawned on me in this moment that daycare was doing things with my child that I would have never imagined she could have done at her age. They actually knew, I realized, I know it sounds funny now thinking back, but of course they actually knew a lot more about early childhood development than I did. (laughs) And almost in this instant, this belief that I was the better caregiver just melted away. And I opened my eyes to everything my daughter was receiving because I chose this wonderful daycare center for her to be at. She started signing really early on, things like milk and more and all done. And she still uses sign language to this day, and she's almost seven. She learned all of that at this daycare. She knew her letters and her numbers and her animals, and she learned to share and cooperate and follow directions. And they sent home paintings and projects, things that I never would have imagined that she could have done at such a young age if I would have been home with her. And of course, my daughter would have received a lot from me. Of course she would have. Of course, as a mom, I I give a lot if I would have stayed home with her. But I don't believe it would have been better for her. In fact, I at this point, I'm 100% convinced she was better off at the daycare, that I was not the better all-day caregiver for her, that me working, just as I was saying in the last point, was actually better off for her and it was better off for me. Now, remember, I get to say all of this because it's just my opinion and I get to decide what's best for me and my daughter and for my family. And I'm not suggesting necessarily that this is best for you. 
But what I do know is that you just simply get to decide. It is not factual that your child will be better off with you if you were home or that she would be better off with a nanny or a daycare. There isn't a right or wrong answer to that. You just simply get to decide. You get to look at both sides of the perspective and decide for yourself. You know, my daughter was in an environment with about 10 kids. They read to her every day. They sang songs. She explored things like yoga and various types of food and art and project. I am convinced that her verbal skills are as they are because she went to this daycare. And like I said before, she still uses sign language at times to communicate when she's feeling emotionally, you know, overwhelmed or whatnot. She learned how to be comfortable with other people taking care of her. She learned flexibility and resilience and independence. She was introduced to all sorts of things that these two amazing women taught her and that I just would have probably never have even thought to teach her. And all of these things were just benefits that came because I chose this wonderful daycare center for her. But really the largest benefit my daughter received and my kids really continue to receive is the example that I am setting for them. You decide what it is you want and you go after it. That's the lesson I'm teaching them. For me, I want to help change the paradigm for working moms so they don't feel like they have to sacrifice their family for their career. It's like a really big impact that I want to make in the world and I tell them all about and they get to watch me do. And I also want to make a big impact with my kids and always be home with them by five o'clock every day and not work on the weekends and prioritize family game time and reading time and give each of my kids the individual outings and attention that I want to. I want both and I am going after both and teaching them that they can go after whatever goal they set for themselves. That, that I know is priceless to them. My kids are learning how to tenaciously go after their goals, how to determine what is meaningful to them and then craft a career and a life around it. And then if we just want to add some research into all of this, Harvard Business School did a study of, of the impact that working parents have on their kids, working moms in particular have on their kids. And they found that daughters of working parents are over 20% more likely to work, earn more money, and be in leadership roles than those of daughters with stay-at-home moms. And then sons of working moms, they spend more time with their family as they when they get older, and they're more likely to share in household responsibilities in comparison to, to sons that didn't that had stay-at-home moms. In other words, the generational impact of us working is huge. Women are rising up in the workforce, in leadership, and men are rising up in our families as well. So much there. You could feel the energy that I have around that particular belief that our kids are better off because we work. Okay, so the third belief is that your employer is getting more out of you because you're a mom. I mean, I really, I truly, I hold the belief that they are getting a superstar because you're a mom. Because you're a mom that chooses to work and chooses to be employed at the place that you work, you are more efficient and focused at work because you simply have less time to do things. You're like a multitasking guru 
if you were good at multitasking before kids, now after kids, for sure, you have up-leveled. You hold this deep down belief that you could simply figure anything out because as a mom, you have had to figure a ton of things out that you don't know how to do and never knew how to do before kids. So you, you believe deep down in a way that you could just simply give you a problem and you'll figure it out. You're more flexible. You're willing to shift gears or change directions quickly because, of course, kids are very unpredictable and you can never be attached to your plans or your goals. You're more resourceful. You're willing to ask for help, get things done, find shortcuts because you just never know when that kid might wake up from their nap and you need that village around you to help raise your kids. So you're just more willing to ask for the help that you need. You have a heightened sense of commitment because you're choosing to work and you're choosing to work with your employer. And when we feel that sense of like heightened commitment to anything, we're more motivated and we're more connected to what we're doing. Like the work feels more purposeful when we, when we really are choosing exactly what we're doing. And then lastly, I, your leadership, I think, is more compassionate, is more strategic, is more flexible, more hands-off. You know the value of people being heard, so you listen better, and you know the value of people being allowed to learn and grow and stretch themselves, right? Every day, you get to see your tiny baby grow and become more independent every day and learn how to overcome what seems like the most simplest things to us, but for their brain is huge. Just things like, you know, shifting from their back to their stomach, that sort of lesson, what, you know, allowing your kid to do those things and giving them space that carries over into your leadership at work. One of the big things I teach inside the collective is that working more hours does not make you a better employee. It isn't the quantity of work. It's the quality of your work. And when you have kids, you simply have to learn to prioritize differently and to tighten up processes and meetings and communication because you are no longer willing to work the longer hours that you were willing to work before kids. And your employer benefits from you working less because they get a more balanced employee. They get a leader that's demonstrating that having a life outside of work is actually a good thing. You're more of a strategic thinker. You start thinking outside of the box. Your employer isn't just paying for your time. They're paying for your brain. And when your brain feels satisfied at home, then you're a better employee to them. Oh, I just love it. So good. I really encourage you to not just listen to me and like nod your head in agreement, but sit down and push your brain to answer these same questions for yourself, just like I did. That's how a lot of this is going to seep in for you is when you have to like recall your own reasons behind these questions. So here they are. You know, how is it true? that you are a better mom because you work? Number two, how is it true that your kids are better because you work? And number three, how is it true that your work is getting a better employee because you're a mom? Just assume that's 100% true and find all of the reasons behind it. Remember, we are ambitious women that want to work and want to enjoy our family. That is our new goal since having kids. It's about having both. And believing these three are true is really the only way that that goal is possible. All right, working moms, I'll see you next week. And let's get to it. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode today. If you're looking to create a life where your career and your home life never feel at odds, where you're working less but achieving at the same level, a life without regret where you know you are doing exactly what you want to be doing, then join the Ambitious and Balanced Working Moms Collective. This is a group of ambitious working moms who believe that work-life balance is possible for them and are committed to creating it. The program includes 30 short videos and workbooks that teach you how to create the building blocks of a balanced life, as well as weekly group coaching and in-depth support within a private working moms community. Oh, and did I mention that when you join the community, you get lifetime access That means you have access to coaching and material to help support your balanced life in every season. You can find out more information and sign up for the collective on my website at www.rebeccaolsoncoaching.com forward slash collective.